Let me tell you about uh, an Arizona real estate agent. Uh, she found that the house that she was uh, living in was listed for sale. Oh, now that's a, well, that's good. So wait, wait, was the, mm. she renting it, and some, and the owner just? No, she was. She owned the house, and she wanted to continue to live in it. But Alzheimer's it was still no. Not, <laughs> that would have been maybe a at least a less nefarious uh, explanation. Instead, it was home title fraud, which is a really a devastating crime. It's happening happening all over the country. Basically, someone got control of her home's title and said that they her house had been sold to the fraudster. And then they took out loans against the equity of the fraudster, uh, or of the equity of the homeowner. And the fraudster was the one keeping the money while the homeowner has to pay for it. It's not fun. Avoid it. Just, just don't let it happen to you. Use Home Title Lock. HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go. Check it out. HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address and see if you're already a victim and don't even know it yet. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Uh, tell them Stu sent you and you get 30 risk-free days of protection. It's HomeTitleLock.com. don't want to be the one to uh, bring you this news, but uh, I have to if I am being a good servant of you. I care and I worry deeply about what we're heading into for you. Uh, Most people have no idea uh, because it's bad, but it's they think that maybe this is as bad as it gonna, it's going to get. I'm going to give you some information, but I want to remind you, I'm the one that told you that the market would collapse the housing market. Everyone else, the media and the government said it wouldn't. I'm the one that said they're going to bail out the big banks and leave you holding the bag. They said, no, they'd never do that. I said the caliphate is real and it's ISIS. They said, no, Trump could never be president. I said, yes, he could. Military would never purge red staters out of their ranks, they said. We'd never pull out of Afghanistan and just leave people and equipment behind. We'd, come on, 10 years ago, do you really think we would have had to ask any appointee, uh, can you define a woman, and have them answer no? Antifa, BLM, burned the cities to the ground. They were called heroes by the media. And then they were bailed out by our vice president, Kamala Harris. They say our schools aren't teaching CRT. Well, yeah, you are. No, you're not. The FBI, definitely. DOJ, DHS would never target parents as terrorists. And yet they did them. We'll never teach transgenderism 
and have drag queens in our schools beginning in kindergarten. The FBI would never abuse the FISA courts, and if they did, there would be serious consequences. They'd never shut down the global economy. They'd never lock people in their houses like they did in China, right? Americans wouldn't put up with it. There is no inflation. Okay, there is, but it's transitory. Oops, it's a hurricane. ESG is a conspiracy. It's only for your information. Whoops again. No, it's not. Please decide who do you trust? Who has a record of telling you what really is going on? And who has a record of lying to you? I'll tell you what's coming in 60 seconds. Julie wrote in and recently tell us about her husband's experience with Relief Factor. She said, I ordered Relief Factor for my husband and he couldn't be happier. He hasn't had the stiffness and the pain in his lower back and he's suffered with that for years. I'm only sorry we didn't order it sooner. What a great product. Thank you. Julie, thanks for trying Relief Factor and thanks for writing in. If you're dealing with pain, please give Relief Factor a try. The trial pack is $19.95. It's a dollar a day. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered the trial pack. They've tried it, and 70% of them go on to order more month after month. That tells you everything you need to know, doesn't it? ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4, RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start at ReliefFactor.com. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Okay, I last night on my television show, um, I explained the three pillars of transforming our country outside of the Constitution. And it is the playbook that they're using. First, the first thing you have to do before you even start to build something new is destroy everything. You have to destroy the trust in every institution. You have to change the history. You have to change our language. You have to scare people into silence. Then you need to flex your muscle. While you're destroying it, make sure you teach people you stay in your place. I want to show you an example of this. Here is uh, Fauci last night on Fox one of the issues, Neil, that I have, I have articulated in the past, and I will in the future, it's less about mandates on the plane than it is about who has the right and the authority and the capability of making public health decisions. Stop. This is why the Biden administration is fighting the mask mandates on the plane. Court said, no, you don't have to wear them anymore. Why is Biden fighting this? Because he wants his administration to have the control over what you must and must not do. Fauci just admitted it. This is about control. An all-government response to a crisis is the first thing you need to do. After you've destroyed a nation, and they're not done yet, but they will be very soon, uh, you'll have to build something else that it collapses into. This is a frightening um, set of uh, facts that I'm going to give you today because this is what they're building. Okay, this is the net. We know it's the Great Reset, but this is how they capture all of it. First, 
The first pillar is an all-of-government response to a crisis. Remember, never let a serious crisis go to waste. The bureaucracy, the administration, must be weaponized. Mandates have to be rewritten. They need to be prepared to proactively rebuild society from the ashes of a crisis. And that means every alphabet agency, every department, every commission needs to be in lockstep toward that goal. And it's happening right now. In a minute, I'll tell you what has happened uh, with FEMA. No longer is FEMA a reactive. They're a proactive. They've just rewritten the entire uh, goal of the of that uh, department. Emergencies used to be it's an emergency quick call the governor. Can FEMA go in and help them? Do they need federal help? Yes. Great. Go down and do it. Now it's FEMA is looking for emergencies and how can they make that emergency better proactively? What can they do to make a more stable and equitable community? Did you know FEMA did that? Because they just changed their mission. So you have to have um, an all-of-government response to whatever the crisis is. Second pillar, you have to have executive action outside of Congress. Everybody knows Congress... Uh, the Constitution will slow any of this stuff down. Now, here's what's interesting. Radicals outside of the government delivered Biden a full plan just a few weeks before his inauguration. It included detailed steps, including multiple executive answers or actions that they pre-wrote for the administration. We've never voted for these people. We've never heard of these people. But those are the executive orders that Biden is executing. The third pillar is international support with teeth. You have to have, you can't just make it you. You have to have the globe imposing this. All right. So let me go to executive action outside of Congress. Build back better. The Great Reset, the Green New Deal. Haven't heard much talk about it, have you? But it's all being done. It's all being backed up by executive action. It's all being done, not just through executive orders, but also the president just dictates what he wants his administration to do. In December of 2020, a few weeks before Biden was inaugurated, a group called the Center for Biological Diversity approached joe biden now i don't know if it was on your ballot but i remember voting for president and i don't ever remember seeing the center for biological diversity as one of my choices they spearhead a collection of over 700 groups that make up some of the most radical climate activists in the country during the trump presidency they made their name by launching an insane amount of litigation 266 frivolous lawsuits to paralyze that administration, to slow them down. 
On the website, they brag about their meeting with Biden and they, quote, presented him with a progressive climate president action plan and model executive orders. Hmm. Well, there's 10 of them. 10 essential climate actions President Biden can take without Congress. They did the work for Biden. They wrote the orders for him. Now, are they running the country or is the guy we voted for running the country? Starting at the bottom, number 10, the Paris Agreement. They did that. Number nine, make polluters pay and prosecute polluters. Number eight, advance climate justice. Number seven, launch a just transition. I don't even know what that means. Prosecute polluters? Well, let me give you radical in chief, Joe Biden. Number two, holding them liable for what they have done, particularly in those cases where you're underserved neighborhoods and you, you know the deal, okay? And by the way, when they don't or when they're deliberate, put them in jail. That's what I, I I'm not joking about this. No, he's not joking, not joking about, about this. About no, he passed that or he passed that. He just signed that executive order. Uh, advanced climate justice, that's done. I don't know what number seven is, launch a just transition, but I'm guessing that's ESG. Number six, 100% renewable energy by 2030. Now, here's a very important executive uh, order. Number 14008. All of this, by the way, you can look up at whitehouse.gov. Um, it mandates a carbon pollution-free electricity sector no later than 2035. That's five years over the deadline set by the radicals, but 13 years from today. Ask yourself, why can you not buy a, um, a carbon or combustion engine in 2030? There will be no car companies that are making combustion engines. You will pay $15 a gallon if you're lucky. If you're lucky. Why is that? Why is... Our gas price so high today. Why will there be electrical blackouts over two thirds of the country this summer? Why are you paying so much for natural gas and energy? Because of this executive order. This coupled with ESG. Let me just say this. By 2030, you'll own nothing and like it. How do you make that happen? You impoverish a nation. Number five, this is actually an executive order. Weaponize the Clean Air Act. Now, Biden has been on this one from the beginning. Number four, shift financial flows from fossil fuels to climate solutions. That's ESG been happening for years. This is Biden's executive actions on reshaping the U.S. economy. It wasn't reported or described like this, but that is exactly what it is. Please continue to listen today because I'm going to bring you to this fall. And it, I did the show last night and I agonized over this show. How can I get the most people with 
ears that can hear and eyes that will see. I don't care about the people who don't watch the show and think I'm a nut job. That's fine. I can't do anything for them. But I can help you and your friends. But you have to know the truth. And sometimes it's hard to look at. But we are right around the corner, and I will explain that to you here in just a second. Once upon a time, slippers were just slippers. I mean, slippers couldn't have babies. Now I think they can. I'm not sure. They can get pregnant. Sure, why not? They were dull. They were boring. Not all that comfortable. Uh, Those who wore them were miserable and sad and constantly looking off into the distance and whispering, there's got to be a better way. And then one glorious day, there was a better way. Mike Lindell took over two years to develop my slippers, and they're made with three-tier cushioning systems, two layers of MyPillow foam, and a layer of impact gel that will ensure that your feet will never have fatigue. Or less fatigue. I mean, you know, they can't... Mike's not God. Slippers are made to be worn all day long. They are great. They have a warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee, a one-year warranty. If you don't like them, 60 days, ship them back. If something happens to them, they're not everything they say, and they start to break down, within a year, you can return them. It's MyPillow.com, promo code Beck. They're having a blowout sale on these right now. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio uh, uh, listener specials and use the promo code Beck and receive these great slippers at an incredible low price. It is 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117, or MyPillow.com, promo code Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Everything the left is doing, everything the Democrats are doing, are all aiming for one place. Why do you think they're going after guns the way they are? Because you cannot be armed. And it's just another emergency. So Biden's executive actions on reshaping the U.S. economy is a roadmap. It described half a trillion dollars in federal contracts that will only be going to entities that adequately monitor their emissions. In other words, those who have good ESG scores. And they acknowledge that the federal government is, quote, the world's single largest purchaser of goods and services. And within the executive order, it states why they're doing this, quote, By identifying and mitigating climate risk through procurement, the federal government is leading by example, deploying public procurement policy as a tool to strategically shape markets. Take the word strategically and replace it with uh, manipulate to... It's a tool to manipulate markets. This is being done at the federal level. Manipulation of the private sector. And no one's talking about it. ES, uh, ES, uh, sorry, um, the SEC is taking it even further. They propose sweeping new changes that would require public companies to disclose all of their ESG information. 
but they don't have to be compelled to comply. A lot of them already are. We showed you a letter last night on the Wednesday night special. Please join the blaze if you're not a member. Bank of America to the SEC announcing that they are already operating under their newly proposed guidelines. The fix is already in. Numbers two and three of the executive orders stop fossil fuel drilling. Biden's already done that. Remember, not going to open up new new drilling sites. Every single one of these actions have been accounted for except the last one. The number one suggestion from this radical leftist group, 10 through 2, have been done. The last one, declare a national climate emergency under the National Emergencies Act. Now, why would you do that? Because the president, in a time of an emergency, has powers that you don't even know. They are extra-constitutional powers. They are powers that came into play because of nukes. He can suspend everything. So all you have to do is, I don't know, uh, declare a national emergency. Of course, our allies might uh, be upset about that. Of course, then again, that's pillar three, international support with teeth. Huh. So if you have an all-of-government approach, so every, every single agency is involved, you have public-private partnerships with those agencies, then you do all of those executive actions if you can just get international support with teeth. In a completely unrelated uh, story today, South Australia has joined other governments and jurisdictions around the world in declaring a climate emergency. This yesterday passed both houses of state parliament reaffirming the urgent need to decarbonize their economy. In fact, they say now with formal declaration of a climate emergency, the focus from the state government must be on building our state's capacity to tackle the emergency just ahead of us. Telling you, this is coming. There is a hurricane, a financial hurricane coming. The Glenn Beck Program. Cynthia wrote to me. She said, I have two small uh, breed dogs. They have digestive issues. I've tried numerous brands of food, try to be selective in the types of treats that they receive, but nothing helps. I get it. I get it. I had a dog with bad farts. It's wicked. Anyway, she said, I just started. Don't look at me like that. I mean, we can talk about dog farts. I mean, we're not above it. We're still people. Um, she said, uh, however, I just started using rough greens, sprinkling it over their food, and I've actually observed less tummy distress. Mm-hmm. They obviously love it because they look at me imploringly until I put the rough greens uh, on their food. Thank you so much. Thank you, rough greens. Cynthia, you're welcome. Thanks for writing in. The folks at rough greens are so confident that your dog is going to love rough greens and you'll see a big effect in you know a couple of months. 
that they have a special deal for you. Roughgreens.com slash back. They'll give you the first bag free just to make sure your dog likes it. And uh, if your dog likes it, order the next bag and watch the results roll in month after month. It's roughgreens.com slash back or 833-GLEN33. Do it now. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The code is Bidenflation for 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. So I've been telling you that um, what is coming is, as Jamie Dimon from J.P. Morgan Chase uh, said yesterday, he has said in his quarterly reports that storm clouds are gathering. He changed that yesterday. He said, these aren't storm clouds. This is a hurricane. You better batten down the hatches. A hurricane, a financial hurricane is coming. And it only makes sense. You cannot have this country paying six and seven dollars a gallon for gasoline. You cannot have a transportation sector that runs on diesel fuel that is paying six, seven, eight, ten dollars a gallon for diesel. It doesn't hold. You can't have food, as the USDA said yesterday, that take all of the inflation from the last two years and double it. And that's what you'll be facing in September or October. That's the USDA. So, gosh, that sounds like a crisis, doesn't it? Sounds like an energy crisis. Sounds like a food crisis. A climate crisis. You know, climate, that's this generation's World War II. It's an existential threat. It's an emergency. A money crisis, as your dollar is just devalued more and more. There'll be a housing crisis. People won't be able to live in their houses. What to do? What to do? Homelessness crisis. Uh, I mean, I just have to throw this in because I don't even know what it means anymore. But you know they will say that there's an infrastructure crisis, that we have to upgrade our infrastructure because it's an emergency. I don't even know what it means. Most likely it means just funneling that money to Biden children. There's going to be a crime crisis. There's a shooting crisis. An emergency in every place but Chicago. It's an emergency. You don't think it could happen. Let me give you two things. Australia's parliament, South Australia's parliament, has just declared a climate emergency, which they say, now with the formal declaration of a climate emergency, the focus from the state government must be on building our state's capacity to tackle the emergency ahead of us. Now, the conservatives in Australia are like, yeah, but you haven't taken just common sense measures. You haven't done things that, right? Does that sound familiar? In Seattle, because they're now so woke, they've stopped investigating all rapes because they were reimagining the police and they don't have enough police to go find the rapists. So if you've been raped in Seattle, ah. Eh, don't call us. 
it's all headed toward national emergency. And I urge you to look up the executive orders. I urge you to look at how every single um, uh, cabinet uh, member has changed the administration and what they oversee to all regear towards justice and equity and climate emergencies. Everything. You know, people assume, and this is a really important thing to understand, because people always say, oh, people voted for Hitler. No, they didn't. One third did. Yeah, well, he was a dictator. No, he wasn't. At least he didn't start that way. He rose to power legitimately. And he cobbled together a coalition because people didn't take him seriously. They were like, ah, he doesn't really mean that. He didn't take power. He was handed power. And they kept the existing constitution. There wasn't a civil war. There was just a dual state. There was the state under the constitution. And then Hitler became the legal head of the government. He was appointed by the president of Germany. He'd be the last chancellor of the Weimar Republic. After that, well, he had to do some things and he admitted that he had done wrong and he admitted that he had broken the Constitution. But he, you know, he had to go at night and round up all those people and kill them because there was a plot against the government. And he'd do it again. And if that meant he couldn't be, you know, in his role as chancellor, that's okay. Well, he felt so bad about it, he decided to go with Fuhrer instead of Chancellor. This allowed him to set up the concentration camps, to turn Europe into hell, and nearly destroy the entire world in the process. They had a constitution. It was written in 1918. It was a shining example of liberalism and democracy. Article 48 of the Weimar Constitution, uh, unfortunately, gave the president emergency powers. It allowed the president to declare a state of emergency in case public safety is seriously threatened or disturbed. The Reich president may take the measures necessary to reestablish law and order, if necessary, using the armed forces. It goes on to say, in the pursuit of this aim, he may suspend civil rights described in the Constitution partially or entirely. Hmm. Around the same time the German Workers' Party was founded in a hotel in Munich, six months later, Hitler joined. In less than a year, the German Workers' Party became the National Socialist Workers' Party otherwise known as the Nazis. I think we should call them the National Socialists Workers' Party. 1923, uh, on the heels of an economic crisis, Hitler attempted to overthrow the Bavarian government. A couple thousand Nazis marched through the middle of Munich. The whole thing was a failure. Hitler went to jail. It was over. Except... He had a good friend, Ernst Hansnagel. When police arrived, because he had escaped, 
and he was saying, staying in some Bavarian village. Hitler swore he'd kill himself. Unfortunately, that didn't happen because his friend's mom talked him out of it. He spent five years in prison. He uh, wrote Mein Kampf. And then his good friend, who had a lot of connections and lived in America for a while, introduced him to important people. Because, see, he had friends like Franklin Roosevelt and Charlie Chaplin. He connected Hitler to political power. When the Great Depression came, that was the emergency that Hitler needed because he would restore their spirit. He would restore their national pride. He would feed the people because he knew who the bad guys were that caused all this. Only thing missing. Only thing missing. Once he became chancellor. Was. I don't know, something, something they could rally the people around. Well, they founded a Dutch communist. Still, we don't know the truth. But take it as fact, a Dutch communist set fire to the Reichstag. That's like flying an airplane into the Pentagon. Well, Hitler knew. He knew he had to declare an an emergency. You know, you can't let a crisis go to waste. So the official name of the emergency was the decree for the protection of the people and the state. Notice it was for their safety and protection. That's how Hitler rose to a dictator. Perfectly legal. It was for the people's safety and protection. Everything that was in the Constitution, it still remained as soon as the emergency, you know, was uh, was over. Then we returned to that Constitution. Yeah. Freedom of speech, freedom for public assembly, even habeas corpus, they'd all come back. But right now there's an emergency and it's forcing us to do these things. By the way, he never repealed the decree. He kept Germany in a state of emergency for 12 years, the entire 12 years of the Third Reich. In times of crisis, the struggle to know the truth becomes violent for no reason. These are the times of crisis. And America, you should know, crisis is around the corner do you trust the administration because it could be anything it could be a right-wing guy setting fire to a reichstag it could be a left-wing guy blamed on the right it could be a financial emergency whatever it is but the one they're betting on for sure is a climate emergency Just remember, when you have national emergencies, as I thought we all learned with COVID, but that's not been moved in the states. No states are taking that up and saying never again. So what do you think they're going to do next time? Nobody's risen up and said, stop it right now. The gap between a republic or a democracy And a dictatorship, it's really not as wide 
as we thought. Uh, Jamie Dimon said uh, yesterday that there is a financial hurricane on the way this fall. I believe him. I think we're going to see things we haven't seen ever in our lifetime unless you lived in the Great Depression. If you're not already well stocked with long term emergency food storage, or if you haven't, if you're not a canner like my grandmother was, uh, you're running out of time to do it. My grandmother told me how they survived on the canned goods that she had canned every summer and the garden that they had. If you haven't already done this, please go to preparewithglenn.com today. Made a special deal. You'll get $150 off a three-month emergency food kit. That is breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks for one person in your family for three solid months. You need, you need at least one for every member of your family. Please. Having emergency food set aside is buying an umbrella on a sunny day. Well, it's a cloudy day, and we know a hurricane is coming. Please go to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. Don't put it off. Preparewithglenn.com. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Um, By the way, an upcoming Biden administration rule change. That should chill you to the bone every time you hear that now. An administration rule change will tie billions of dollars in federal education funding to an array of LGBT policies forcing school districts and universities to implement controversial rules on issues like transgender athletes. Otherwise, you get zip. The U.S. Department of Agriculture also said that it's changing how it interprets Title IX uh, prohibitions on discrimination based on sex to include discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. They are fundamentally transforming Every single agency in the country and Congress can do nothing unless they pass the RAINS Act. The RAINS Act is the act they've been trying to get it in for a long time and nobody wants to play ball with it because it demands that Congress takes back its power. It the power of passing a law must remain in Congress. They gave that up long ago. And that's why the administration can become a fascistic dictatorship. Because they make the laws. They can change it to whatever they want. And no one is held accountable. When the the, uh, FDA or the Department of Agriculture or the the, uh, Department of Education comes, who are you fighting? Who are you fighting? The Department of Education. Yeah, but who specifically? 
Well, it's not necessarily the secretary because, I mean, that's I mean, the administration, it was just a change. We have the right to change it. You don't know even who you're fighting and you're not fighting anyone who was ever elected and you're not fighting a rule that was ever voted on. That's how things change and that's how they are changing. Please batten down the hatches, please. I, I, I earnestly beg of you, when you have an animal that is trapped in a corner, they will do anything to get out. And you now have a Democratic Party that sees their blood in the water. You, you have a global institution of the Great Reset that is now being uh, called into question by attorney generals. And they're saying, if you try to do this to our investors... It could mean jail time for you. This whole thing, they have to jam it through, and they have. But you're waking up. At the end, you have to have at least a little revolution, and they're willing to have a revolution. Please keep your wits, and please, please return to God. He is the, we are going to, we're going to either be humbled or we will humble ourselves. Please reach back to God and ask for his help and say, by the way, sorry for what we've let happen here. This is the Glenn Beck Program.